You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, host of Food for the Future, a weekly podcast that brings the humanities to today's food dialogue by showcasing everyday people trying to make a difference. This show is part of the series Waste Not, featuring stories from innovators who spend their lives revitalizing our agri-food system so our human family can find the way forward together. We'll be discussing technology-enabled food waste management with Sarah Soderoff, Senior PR Manager for Canada and the United States, with the app Too Good to Go. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Let's start, Sarah. I mean, most listeners probably already know about this. It's it's creating a real movement in food waste management and in the app world. What is Too Good To Go? We are the world's largest marketplace for selling surplus food, but we only launched in Canada not yet three years ago. So we still have a ton of work to be doing across Canada. We are now in every province except for the territories. And we're going to continue to infill that with more and more supply. What we do is connect businesses who have food. So anywhere along the chain, if that's a grocery store, a convenience store, restaurant, um, directly to consumers to purchase that food for a really steep discount. So everything goes through the app. The app is called Too Good To Go. It's a really simple solution to helping manage food waste. And we connect those businesses to be able to recoup some of their lost revenue that they would have to lose by throwing the food out and then also get food in the hands of people who want it for a really great discount, all while helping the environment because the impact of that food is no longer going into the atmosphere. Okay, so if there's retail um, businesses out there that have potentially food that will date, they can join up for Too Good to Go. Consumers are already on. More, I'm sure, will be joining as by the day. I've known about you for a little while. I'm just excited to have you here on the show. And it reminds me when you were talking of what has been kind of going around the business world, the triple bottom line. It's good for people, it's good for profits, and it's good for the planet. So really, really great to have you here. And the success of Too Good to Go speaks for itself. So your website's says, doing good made tasty. Tell us a little bit more about that. We're a for-profit business, so we are registered B Corp. We do believe that food is is should be saved and has to be saved everywhere along the food chain, but that businesses can have a mandate to both make money and do good while they're doing it. We want food selling businesses to, they're already in a really tight margin environment. We want them to have a way to be able to make back some of the money that they've invested into their business and not throw it away. And then we want consumers to get great food perfectly edible, nothing wrong with it. It was probably made that day. It just didn't sell for full price during the regular course of business. We want that to get in the hands of people who want it. So I always say saving food from waste is the tastiest thing that you can do that actually has a, you know, end consequence that is super beneficial because what happens to that food when it does get wasted is it goes into a landfill. Um, for example, a head of lettuce takes 25 years to decompose in a landfill. And I just don't think we think about that on the long-term lifespan of that food when we throw food away. So everywhere food occurs, we want people to save it. If that's at home, it's when you grocery shop, when you dine out. And Too Good To Go is just a really simple way to make that a habit in your everyday life. Right. And I think you bring up a really good point that food waste in compost is very different than food waste in landfill. And I think that's a really important distinction to make. So doing good made tasty with Too Good To Go app. So how do food businesses get involved? And you mentioned a few benefits, but can you expand a little bit more on like why are so many businesses signing up for the Too Good To Go app? Yeah. So um, all you have to do is go to toogoodtogo.ca and you can get all the info you want there. 
When we launched across the country, we physically went into stores. We still do that everywhere that we have hubs and we'll walk into stores. And the first question that our sales team will ask is how much food do you waste per dollar every week? And food businesses know this down to the dollar amount. So they'll say, I have $500 of of food that I have to throw out every week. The reason this happens is, you know, kind of just a consequence of human behavior. So if you're a bakery, you might make 12 loaves of bread and only sell two of them. And on a day-to-day basis, that's not a ton of food that you're wasting, but over the course of the week, it really does tend to add up. You want to make sure you have enough supplies so that if someone comes in and they're just checking it out, they have things that they can purchase, but you're also supplying those regular customers. So food businesses tend to overproduce so that they will have that and they don't have to turn people away. But as a consequence, a lot of that food then does go to waste. The way that Too Good To Go works is we work with the surplus that you have. So it's a really easy solution to apply. Our methodology is really to use this surprise bag, which is our kind of bread and butter. And the reason for that is food waste is unpredictable. So you're not going to know every day the exact breakdown of the surplus you'll have, which allows you to put it into a surprise bag. You have categories there and the consumer then can open it and see what, they, what they've what they got. But it's not going to be the same breakdown of food every single day. It'll be kind of different items that you're getting. The benefit to them is they're helping to recoup some of that money that they'd have to throw away otherwise. But they're also getting new customers in store. They're getting appealing to new people via the app, visibility in the app and on our social channels. Um, but it's a really simple and easy way to be able to make a little bit of extra money and then also help to reduce that waste, which we know stores don't want to be wasting either. Right. And another way that Too Good To Go helps, other than the food waste, economically it supports just some of that return businesses get from foods, they, at least they could probably get what they put into it, maybe not the profit margin, but that loss is going to be reduced, which means other food prices will remain more stable or lower. So there's a whole sort of another wave to being able to um, really keep prices low, which keep customers happy. And so a lot of businesses um, are seeing a lot of real benefits. And also it helps with their social corporate responsibility. So that triple bottom line that we were talking about, good for people, good for profits and good for the planet. Consumers are getting very excited about the Too Good To Go app. I know more than one person who every Wednesday and every Saturday in the area that they are, they're just like, it's like their birthday. Um, they come home with their bag and there's this surprise information, uh, things in it. And it really has expanded their recipe repertoire. And it's really expanded their horizons with um, cultural and other types of foods that they wouldn't necessarily have combined, got really creative to uh, put together. So there's food halls all over social media from Too Good To Go. And then there's the surprise packages. Can you tell us both about these? Absolutely. The first thing, um, I think the the bottom line piece that you've mentioned a number of times, we say win, win, win. And that's just kind of like the the really cool thing if you're thinking about what is the benefit here? Why should I use this? But the surprise bag functionality is a representation of the unpredictability of food waste. So the first thing we, I said, we launched almost three years ago. And when we were going into businesses, we were asking them, you know, what kinds of surplus do they have? Is it that they might have a category, like a baked good category, prepared food category, um, But maybe, as you're saying, they sell through five croissants one day and then only three the next day. So they're not actually going to know what's the breakdown. We launched during the height of the pandemic, which also had a huge impact on how consumer foot traffic was coming. I think the weather um, example is so great. One of the first stores I walked into, it had rained the day before. And so he said, well, we have so much food left over because people just aren't in the streets as much when it rains. So that unpredictability, we really see it replicated across all food businesses. And what the surprise bag concept allows those businesses to do is to get a category and a value. So you'll see the original value on the app. You might see, you know, $30 and then there's a strikeout and you're only paying 
$6.99 for that. And the reason for that is the value of what's in that bag will be $30 worth of food, but you're paying a reduced cost for that, which the business decides upon, usually around one third off the original value. We know that it's a little bit of a trek to have to walk into a store to go pick up the food. We don't do a delivery model. It's only pickup. And you're not going to be able to pick the actual item. So that's why we do have that steep discount. We also know that the businesses would rather sell it for a discount than have to throw it away. So even if they're not recouping 100% of their full profits, like you said, it's usually that they're covering their bottom line or they're at least making back some of what would otherwise be lost. Food businesses have such tight margins already. We're seeing this across, you know, kind of every market, but especially in the restaurant industry and the food selling industry. So if we can provide for them a way that they can make some incremental money in the course of not yet three years, we've helped businesses across Canada make more than $18 million on food that would legitimately otherwise go in the garbage can. We spread out across our about 6,000 partners in the, in the country really does turn into actual cold, hard cash that they can use. And that allows us really to help them continue to exist and continue to really be profitable because we know that the the local businesses across our country are kind of the, the heart and the beating heart of what we do. That's a, that's a great benefit to them for sure. Right. And $18 million, that's not something to look away from uh, quickly. And so that money is then um, earned by the businesses and back into the economy and that value of food times more than that because they're getting it at a discounted rate. That same value of food is no longer in landfill. And I'm sure it has an impact as well on the uh, waste systems that businesses are needing to run. Uh, Their green bins or the equivalent are not as busy because they have this. So it just seems like there's just so many things that are going well with this. And you had mentioned the $18 million across the 6,000 partners in Canada that you've worked with businesses for. What other impacts have you had in Canada and the U.S. uh, through the Too Good to Go app? Yeah, I mean, the the biggest part is just how much food we've already saved. So we've saved more than 3.5 million bags of food thus far. And if you think about that, we haven't only, we haven't even been national until basically this year. So that that impact is going to keep keep impacting, keep doubling up. We're going to see so much more impact across the country. Um, we do a lot of individual impacts. You can see your individual performance within the app as well. There's a little button on the lower right-hand side that says me. Within that, you can see your total lifetime savings. So based on how many bags you've saved, this is what you would have paid for at full price. Here's how much you've saved. You can also see some equivalencies like that would equate to, so say you've saved 200 bags over the course of your two good to go life. That would equate to X number of hot coffees that you would have had to make or times you would have had to charge your cell phone or flights across the world. So you can really see where food waste does, if we're taking other metrics, have an, have an immediate impact. On the consumer side, we've also helped consumers save more than $47 million on food that they would have paid full price for. So the average family wastes about $2,000 per year on food that is perfectly edible. So what we want to do is really help consumers think differently about that. And if we can put it into numbers and things that make more sense. And we also work really closely with a lot of our partners on tips and tricks that the consumers can be doing at home. Uh, another number and impact I'll throw at you is that if you replace one grocery item per week with a too good to go bag, you can save upwards of $500 a year just on groceries. So when we're seeing, you know, an 11% year over year increase on grocery costs, that's, that's measurable impact that we can have as well. We're launching across the country with Tim Hortons stores everywhere. Um, the Tim Hortons launch will be probably complete by June of this year. So that's super exciting. And we're thinking about partnering with one of Canada's, the world's most recognizable brands. We're really seeing that impact come to life across every market. 
That's wonderful. So lots for people to look forward to because new businesses and franchises are joining by the day. So it's not just what's available today. By next week, there could be something even newer and more people closer to you or with a greater variety in your area. So too good to go app, really creating a, a movement in food waste management through a lot of fun. You know, all the halls that are on social media, the surprise bags and people, you know, opening their bags and showing what they have. It's not punishment based, you know, it's games based, it's contribution based. You're giving them metrics on what their impact is. So many reasons why it's successful, but I think the fact that it's um, reaching for what we want. Thank you so much, Sarah, uh, for sharing this really good news. After the break, we'll talk more with Sarah Sodera from Too Good To Go about technology-enabled food waste management. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Peggy O'Neill, host of Food for the Future. We're speaking with Sarah Soderoff, Senior PR Manager for Canada and the U.S. for Too Good to Go about using their app to manage food waste. Sarah, we've been talking about the use of technology to manage food waste. The app Too Good to Go is is really becoming everywhere. However, people need to make the changes happen. Why do we need to, as your website says, fight food waste together? Yeah, we firmly believe that everybody has a part to play. And as you were saying before the break, it's not punishment based. We want people to feel empowered to make a change. I think with a lot of things that feel outside of our control, like climate change, rising temperatures, it feels like there has to be this massive systemic, large government intervention for positive change to happen. And we know that that's just not true. Some food waste is something that we everyone does multiple times a day. And if there's a solution and that solution is both delicious and helps to save you money, it feels like a no brainer. We also know that people want things come down to the local level. We don't want to have to feel as though these things are outside of our control or we're just kind of being pushed along and we're hearing all of this negativity around the temperatures increasing and there's nothing we can do when we've reached this point of no return. We believe that there's absolutely something that we can do. We've seen this progress. We also think though it can't just be, okay, you have to save food from waste using the Too Good To Go app. There have to be other solutions that you can apply at your everyday level to make it really habit forming. So it's possible to make these changes happen. It's possible to see the positive impact of these of these changes in the everyday lives of Canadians and across the world. And we really want to be part of that solution. We're also incredibly open to if there are ways that we can be optimizing to make things easier and better and more applicable for people. We're always looking for ways to do that. The app is always updating to be more responsive to consumer needs as well. So it's not just carved in stone. We're always iterating. We're always looking for ways to become better. With the numbers that you've talked about today, it really is making a change. And we've seen that with other guests on the show that are either in conservation or working in land revitalization, that how forgiving nature is to be able to bring back different species or, you know, take an area that was once like considered a, a dust bowl and now have green land and, and biodiversity that I think that that narrative has to be interrupted. I'm not saying that it's not serious and that we don't need to pay attention, but interrupting that narrative and, and and having the story end well instead of the story not end well. I think Too Good To Go app is really doing a great job with that. This shows part of the series Waste Not, and clearly managing food waste is important, but it also brings people together. What social outcomes have you observed with the Too Good To Go app? 
We have an amazing community across all of our networks. We're really lucky to have so much positivity coming our way in terms of the work that we're doing. We hear consistently and constantly through both the app, but also across our social channels. So our Instagram is kind of our primary method for speaking to consumers and hearing from consumers. If you visit it, you'll see every single day our stories highlight has Hall that people are opening. They're so proud to post it on their own accounts. And we reshare all of those because it helps consumers and potential consumers see more of what they could be expecting from a different store. It's really, really fun to also see what people do with that food. So we created a, a cookbook actually a couple of years ago. It was called Remix Recipes. And the idea was, what do you do with your leftovers to make them kind of less stale? We crowdsource that from a lot of our consumers and a lot of our followers to say, what do you do with this food? Teach us you know, how you're taking this food that maybe was a prepared dish from a restaurant and you're turning it into something else based on things that you have at home. So that community, I think, makes people feel as though there's something else. Someone else is doing the same thing as they are and they can get some ideas. We also do a ton and I've learned so much from our content as well about how do you extend the life of some of your food at home? So we used to have this feature, it was called Old Me, New Me. And the old me was, okay, I get a croissant and I don't really want all of it. So I throw it away. The new me is I turn those that croissant into croutons or something maybe from my salad. And we're still doing different versions of those across um, our, our social content where it will show too, if you get herbs and maybe you can't use all of them, how do you preserve them? What do you do to store these? And I've learned so much. It's helped me become a better chef. It's helped me think differently about the food that I have at home. And when I go grocery shopping, I now have a totally different perspective, which creates so much less waste as well at the home level. So there's a, a ton of great fun stuff. And I love that community involvement as well. I think that that building that community and uh, kind of unifying this uh, contribution at an individual level is just so exciting. And it brings me to the humanities, which is what this show is about, trying to bring that to today's food dialogue. And you had mentioned uh, ingenuity, Sarah, and how does that play a role in ongoing food waste management? We're always learning. And I think that's the most important thing is we can't just say this solution applies forever and we're never going to change it. One of our partners, Metro Grocers, we, we work with in every location across Ontario, and they started with one bag. And I think it was a baked goods bag. Then they added a produce bag. They have a cake bag. And just recently across a number of locations, they added a meat bag. So it's from the deli. And the reason that happened was because they were hearing feedback from their own customers saying, you know, we know we're seeing some of this food discounted at the store level, but what happens to it if it still doesn't get sold? Can't you put that on too good to go? And so just knowing that they had partnered with us, people who were coming into the store were saying like, let's do more, like let's get more categories on there. So seeing that kind of iterative process of building onto the deliverables that we're providing while also allowing consumers to have a real say in what they're receiving in their bags, I think it's really, really important and showcases that while we're a global company, our responsiveness is hyper local because we're only as strong as the partners we work with. You know, when we're in different communities, we'll have what's local to this community and and what is really what is the surplus that we're seeing at each level. So that really allows us to be, you know, the the partner for all of our local our local consumers and our local businesses. And it's allowed that expansion to take hold and to feel as though we're not just taking a cut of that business, but really helping them to provide different solutions to their customers as well. Right. You know, there's really not one reason why Too Good To Go is a really good app to be um, involved with and the community that's actually changing the world to manage food waste. Sarah, I wish we had more time, but I'm wondering if you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share. Super interesting way to start using it if you're a little bit concerned or it feels like you might be, you know, wanting to dip your toe in is pick up a bag before you go grocery shopping. So pick up a produce bag, pick up a bag from maybe a grocer, see what you get in that bag. And then anything you didn't get that's still on your list, 
buy it for full price. You've then already gotten a discount on the original food that you had purchased. Maybe it sparks an idea, something else you want to get. I got a produce bag the other day and I had a bunch of berries and I said, I can't eat all these berries, but I can freeze them and then put them into my smoothies throughout the week. So it helps me to think and be a little bit more creative and not buy the same things every day. On the other side as well, if you are a food selling business, just because we've launched doesn't mean you've missed the boat. We can always be adding more food businesses. We are looking to reduce food waste everywhere that it occurs. So we need the help of everybody across Canada to do that. So go to tugatugo.ca. You can put in your info and start making money off your surplus food today. And then visit our Instagram, which is at tugatugo.can, and you can learn a lot. I've learned a lot. I think everyone can learn a lot about what you do with that surplus food and how to extend the life of your food at home. And then other ways in which you can save at home when you grocery shop and when you dine out. Okay. Such a timely topic with uh, affordability and food waste and the environment, but also joining a group that are doing some really cool things that you want to be part of. Thank you so much, Sarah, to you and the entire team, as well as the users and the businesses that participate and all your associates at the Too Good To Go app for helping so many people. Thank you so much. It was wonderful to have you here today. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking with Sarah Soderoff, Senior PR Manager for Canada and the United States from the Too Good to Go app about using technology to manage food waste. Each week to keep revitalizing our communities together, we leave you and your family or friends with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could you reduce food waste in your home? Something to do, search Too Good to Go to see how one team is using technology for global encouragement on food waste. Next week on the show, it's the series Back to the Future. We'll discuss winter traditions with heartwarming soups and stews. Don't miss a show. Subscribe on Curious Cast and all other major podcast platforms. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our Platinum Elite Level sponsor, Burn Bray Farms, Eggs for Life. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts.